following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We got a great show for you today. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. And if I don't say anything, then what? And let me introduce the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. And if I don't say anything, then what? What's up, chat room? And Jimmy will will bore everybody to death. What's up, chat room? Anyway. What's up? It's freezing here in the Northeast, my dears. There was like a hurricane, thunder, lightning, trees flying past my house. A new umbrella almost fell down. Like in the Wizard of Oz. I mean, it was just a mess. And now it's cold. I mean, really cold. I was out in a bathing suit, and I got goosebumps, and I froze, and I ran back in the house and got ready for the show. We have a fabulous gal coming on today. I'm excited. Big soap opera queen, and she's pretty, really pretty. Actually, she even won like uh, uh, <clears throat> many years ago, I guess, because I think she's a little bit older than when she won this award, but she won the uh, Soap Opera Digest Award for Hottest Female Star. Well, the picture I saw, if it's an Gorgeous. old one, I don't know what it is, but she's still a beautiful... Another picture you saw, that's her now. Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> no, she's still beautiful. I don't, I'm going to ask her who her doctor is, if she has a plastic surgeon, <laughs> because she looks wonderful. So we have Crystal Chappelle coming on. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. We're going to find out when Chaparral. she comes on. Uh, Crystal Chappelle and... Chaparral. From... No, it's not Chaparral. <laughs> It's Chaparral. No, come on. Don't, don't like mess with people's names. I'm not messing. That's how I would pronounce okay, it, but, Chaparral. But there's no R. Where is there's no R? There's no R in her last Spell name. Spell her last name. C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L. Chappelle. Chappelle. She's French. Chappelle. Do you know what a Chappelle is? Uh, a tiny hat. Okay. A little hat in French is un chaparelle. Well, she's coming on. It's going to be a lot is of fun. Is that in Italian, un chaparelle? Um, Either Italian or French. She's got all kinds of awards. She has a series called Venice the Series. It's awesome, awesome, awesome series. And so we're going to be talking with her about that. And before then, Ron and I are just going to be keeping you company. How dull is that? That's not dull. So we I, want to give a shout out to meanwhile, everybody. Meanwhile, wait a minute. Brandy's pulling on my cord down here. Of I have course some, she is. Oh, I have a problem with my Brandy. I'm going to take her to one of those sexologists and have her analyzed. I walked her the other day. Every dog she saw, she ran over. She wanted to lick his penis. I mean, what's with this? Yeah, Chad, dog? we got a problem with our dog. She's I mean, a whore. she wants to do it to, <laughs> to, to us, to anybody. I mean, if you're sitting down with your legs open, she makes a beeline. We have a problem here. We're not into bestiality. If we were, we would be thrilled. But we're not. We hate people who, <laughs> and we hate people who are. But this dog is dick crazy. I mean, I, she's worse than my friend Danae in California. Horn dog. Yeah. 
Corn dog. That's right. So hold on, chat. I have a question for you. First of all, before I ask Chad his question, what's up, chat room? We want to say hey to everybody in the chat room. Uh, Ron Boudreau is in the chat room. Hello, Ron. Hope you're hey, well. Hey, how are you? I haven't heard hope from all you in a while. Good. You should email me. We should bring you back on sometime yeah, soon. Yeah, we miss your music. Fun. We miss your music. He's gorgeous. He sings so beautifully. I love his voice. He sings. He can hold a note. This is a singer, folks. And we've got Goddess in the chat room. Hello, Goddess. We've got Irish Ginger official in the chat room. Chinzi is in the chat room. Hi, cuz. Dave, who's probably Dave from Stars Now UK. Hi, Dave. Um, lots of people in the chat room. So hello, hello, chat room. And and Chad, are you are you trying out for the voice? No, sir. How come it says in the chat room, good luck for the voice? Maybe he is the voice. Does it say Chad, good luck for, at the voice? Yes, yeah, it says Chad, good luck for the voice. Good luck for the voice. I don't know. Are you, are you, are you no, just not maybe. telling us? Unless, that you're unless they're talking about my voice and not the actual singing competition. I don't know. Oh. No, they're talking about your talking voice on our show. Hi, I'm good Jen. Luck, good luck with your voice because you're a, you're really a female <laughs> a male. And it's hard for you to keep that masculine voice for long because eventually your female voice will come through and we're going to hear this, Hi, everybody. I know this is difficult for me. See, 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 I told you it's a girl in drag. I told you that's a lesbian in drag, that Chad person is. You got me. Okay. You got well, tell me, ma'am. Tell me, miss. Where'd you get those muscles from? Steroids. <laughs> <laughs> you should teach Chris Jenner how to talk. All right. I'll give him Caitlin. a ring. Oh, not Chris, Caitlin. Caitlin with Caitlin, the cut. I mean, with the C. <laughs> Caitlin with the cock. All right. She still call oh herself a woman. She's got a wang. She's a guy in drag. Please give me a break. I say it every week. Caitlin, chop it off, then become a woman. But until you don't chop it off, you is a man just like I is, baby. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you got to love it. So, Chad, how's everything in Florida? What's the weather like? We're freezing here today. Free- it's about well, they had a hurricane down there. What are you talking about? Yeah, last time I went out, it's still raining out there it's off and on rain it's uh, it's a little warm it's in like mid 80s kind of muggy it's not when bad came come when did the hurricane come what was it claudine or something what I was don't know. we're still getting a bunch of stuff cruising across the state right now so what was her name the hurricane i didn't even notice it i think it was claudine or Cla- I have no claudia idea. or something like that i didn't even know there was one until you said so yesterday <laughs> clitora something maybe hurricane Cl- clitora something like now we C. got some needed water it's all good yeah, but it's up here now. It blew by us. And you're cold. Freezing. I'm telling you, it's That's like weird. something degrees. Yeah, it's, it's cold. Really That's cold weird. here. It's just weird because we're in the. Are we in the mid? About ready to go in summer in two weeks. Well, we were. We were hot. We were 80 and 80, and almost 90 all week. Beautiful, you know, sunny. Blah blah blah. I was in a bathing suit. I went outside to pick up everything that blew down, and I had to come run in the house and put my fur coat on because it really was cold. Yeah, it's cold. It's there I wasn't a bathing suit and fur coat. Nah, not really. I'm just making believe. He wasn't a bathing suit and had to come in and get dressed. Freezing. Like freezing My cold. nipples got so hard, I looked like uh, Marilyn awesome. Monroe in a sweater. Yeah, it was awesome. Get <laughs> out of here, you degenerate homo. Oh, I can't take this fruit anymore. Such a gay guy I yes, live with. Such a gay guy. I live with, you know, I'm, li- I'm married to this gay guy and it's difficult because, you know, he thinks I'm gay. And he wants me to be gay for him, and I can't. I'm straight. I'm totally straight. Yeah, he's totally straight. Totally straight. Totally, totally. So what's up, everybody? If you're following me on Twitter, it's at Dr. Jimmy Star. Please retweet my pinned tweet. Um, I have a pinned tweet. The Jimmy Star Show actually like qualifies to be in the Emmys. The same thing with the, like, the Late Show and the Late Late Show and all that stuff. And we had 5,800 people retweet that we should be considered for an Emmy. And, uh, oh, and go I, uh, away. Nobody really did that. I'm telling you.
you? Oh, swear on that I one. swear on it. It's, swear it's on pin, your nipples will never get hard. It's pinned on my, it's on my Twitter. Like, we have 5,800 people retweeted. Want that we us be, to do what? That we should be nominated for an Emmy the same no, as Ellen we should, we and should be nominated else. for the enemas. No. That we should be. Not the Emmys. Anyway, the I M want enemas. everybody. Right now, we could be considered the same as Ellen and all those other people for oh, an I Emmy. Oh, I can't believe that. And, and, and oh 5,800 people so oh, far have supported Well, I'm it. leaving the show now. Get my, oh, get my car. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. going out. Please bring my car around front. I'm a star. So anyway, mm. uh, please retweet it, everybody, because the, the Emmys probably didn't know who we were before, and now that that pin it's pinned up there, the Emmys are following me on Twitter. So. Oh, I can't believe that we're nominated. For, that's we're not a joke. nominated. What we're not we, nominated, we? but people are saying we should be nominated. Oh, we should be nominated yeah. for the Emmys. Okay, for the Emmys. So now we're not nominated, but oh, we're gonna get nominated. I don't uh, think we're working so. On it. I, for this fucked little show where I sing dirty songs. <laughs> that's okay. I have a I have a new one I could sing. Hang on, hang on. So if you're my, on Twitter, so, wait, you guys, so, so my cousin Chinzi will understand it because part of it's in. Italian. Hi, Chinzia. Did you say hi to her? Yes, I said hi, cousin, in the beginning. Okay. Hi, cuz. <laughs> I, I love my cousin, even though I never see her. She's like the phantom cousin. She, she, she's like the shadow. <laughs> Remember the shadow, Chinzia? Da, 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 We're not old enough to know that one. Chad the door, and I opened, the door to used that. to open, and this voice would come out and say, Good evening. It something about be, be, it, it disappears into the walls. It's the shadow. They used to go. scare the hell out of me. Chad, did you, did you ever watch The Shadow? He was too young. You're too young. I mean, way too young. The Shadow was around 1944, 45, 46. Chad wasn't even born. No, neither was I. <laughs> but I used to listen to it in my sister's room on the radio because I didn't get a radio because I was too little. I was only like four or five years old. So my sister had a radio, so I'd sneak in. And then she'd say to me, you could stay in my room and I won't scream out, Ma, he's in my room listening to The Shadow. If tomorrow you go to the store for me, and, I mean, all kinds of things. She made a slave out of me, that bitch. No, really. She used to blackmail well, she blackmailed me. blackmailed you all, She was the biggest. I, That's okay. Lots of people do that. No, she was a terrible blackmailer. But you know how I got even with her? Listen to this, folks. I knew her girlfriend, Gloria and Inez, was coming over the house. And I knew they all went out the night before hunting for men. So I snuck and went underneath her bed. I didn't breathe. I just held my breath and the three of them are sitting on the bed saying well you know when when mario did this and oh and, did and i got an earful and i slid out from under the bed i said okay girls ma and my sister said oh god what a, i said do this do for me oh yeah i said and i could use your hairbrush evil but, is as evil does <laughs> she used to she used to get mad at me all the time because i used her hairbrush and i used to use in those days hair tonic so of course it went on her brush and she wore her hair in a page boy which is down and curled under so if she brushed her hair the stuff would come off and make her hair straight so she'd kill me Anyway, my sister and I always had battles. One time we had a super battle, and she was going on a date. And I said, Neat, I'm in the bathroom. Can I run a bath for you? Because I know you're going to take a bath before you go. And she said, yeah, please run. So I ran the water, and I put olive oil in it. <laughs> what does that do? Get in the bathtub with olive oil and see. It just never comes off, right? You, well, you're just shiny, greasy, and you smell good. You know, you're like a salad. Well, you had to hear her screams and crying from the bathroom. I said, oh, shut up. We had a happy home. No, well, my sister and I got along really well, as brother and sister do. There were seven years between us, so, you know, I was a scutchy brother. She'd call me the scutch. I only had three-year difference. Yeah, so you really were, like, more pal. My sister was, like, a senior in high school when I was a freshman. That's the only time, like, it was, was kind of weird because we were both at the same school, and she was, like, big cheese, and I was, like, new cheese. 
Yeah, well, when I grew up more, like when I was 17 or 18 years old, I used to park with my girlfriend Hilda on the dock on the East River in Ravenswood where we'd make out. A real woman. Yeah, a real woman, Hilda. <laughs> She's go- she looked like Angie Dickinson. She was Austrian-German, beautiful girl from, from Germany. Anyway, um, my sister didn't know it, but she and her boyfriend Mario parked behind us. Well, mistake of the century, baby. <laughs> Big, big mistake. Blackmail. I had her for like eight years, shining my shoes, ironing my clothes. I mean, she was absolutely my slave. I said to my sister, I said, you and Mario were behind me. The windows were fogged and the car was moving and the motor wasn't on. Oh, she's, I'm going to tell Papa. She said, you do that and I will kill you. Papa will kill me. I said, so what? You deserve to die anyway, you bitch. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to tell Papa. You better be good. You better behave. And then she was absolutely, don't tell Papa, Ronnie. Please don't. You wouldn't do that to me, would you? I said, oh, try me. <laughs> That's funny. We did that. But we love each other. Thank you, Rebel, too, by the way. Rebel, Rebel Meddler, everybody. She just retweeted our... Uh our uh, tweet for the Emmy, and... I can't believe that. that that's got to be a goof. Um, if you guys follow at Rebel Meddler on Twitter, everybody, it's R-E-B-E-L-M-E-D-D-L-E-R. Next week, she's getting uh, locked up to support research breakthroughs for muscle debilitating diseases, and she has to make her bail. And so if you oh, I uh, thought follow, you said she was getting knocked up. No, no, locked up. So if you oh, go to at, follow at Rebel up. Meddler and click the link, you can donate to help her bail to get out of jail. So she's raising money to, to stop muscle debilitating diseases. Oh, it's yes. really cool. And we love Rebel. Rebel's and awesome. And also, for, for our buddy John Berriman, I want to give you this little uh, shout out. People have been sending John pictures, women holding their breasts and guys holding their joints. And John Berriman said, like, what am I going to do with all these things, you know? But I'll tell you what. If you send me a picture of yourself holding your breasts or guys holding their crotches with $1, he said, I will then take your pictures and keep them and look at them and comment on them. And that $1 will go to breast cancer as well as testicular testicular cancer. Cancer of the balls, what do I know? Anyway, I think that's wonderful of John Berriman. We love him. He's a good buddy. And I'm happy that he's doing that. He might raise a couple hundred thousand dollars for testicular cancer and as well as cancer, breast cancer. So he's turned a negative nasty into a positive wonderful. He's like a really quick-witted guy, too. He's like like you. He's just like you. Well, he's crazy as I am. I mean, when we're... I, I, Palm Springs will never be the same when we get out there and John and I, you know, go through the town. He was, the other day, he sent a video on my on my Facebook of himself dressed as a gladiator with black patent leather high heels and stockings. <laughs> and That's you funny. had to play the video. <laughs> he's crazy. He's totally nuts. But he's a good guy. But yes, John, we love the idea that you're sending those dollars to testicular cancer, which my who my my father died from that, by the way. He died from testicular cancer. He got it at 78 years old. And the doctor said, that's an impossibility. That's a young man's disease. It usually kills people in their 30s and 40s. And I said to the doctor, but doctor, you don't understand. My mother all her life said to him when she was mad, your balls should fall off. <laughs> And they did. It took 78 years for them to fall off. Well, he used to run around, you know, like with women and stuff, and my mother didn't like it. We never caught him, but my mother suspected he always had a tomato on the side somewhere. 
Italian men back then did that. So she'd fight with him and she'd say, your balls should only fall off, you bastard. Well, they did. And I reminded her about and it when did. she, no, when she was crying after he died, she was hysterical. She made a monument in her bedroom. She shut the windows, the drapes. She wouldn't see anybody. She was wailing and screaming and crying like an Anamanyani movie over my father. So I said to her, but mother, mom or mama, whatever I called her, you wished his balls to fall off and they did. So she threw a couple of pictures of him at me. One hit me in the head as I was running out of the bedroom and the language. Oh my God. The things she called. The things she called. Shocking. So here's what we're going to do real quick, you guys. Hey, Chad. Yo. Let's do Tito Jackson. Let's do it. All right, everybody. So this is Get It, Baby. It's right now. It's number 25 on Billboard. And it's flying. So buy it. It's it's going to be gone soon. It's a, it's a great, great song. It's available on all digital download sites. He just performed it on Paul. Hey, baby by Tito Jackson. Do Woo! it, Chad. And I'm taking it in doses Sitting there looking centrifoldish Feeling me mind, then expose it Girl, you're not just around the way thought What you got just a little too hot I see your plot, really though Chicks been video fixes Getting a little friction Till the dough kicks in But you, you get a pass with that Looking all kind of mean And designer jeans now Back it up like time machine Come on Tito Jackson, like I said, it's 25 on Billboard R&B charts right now, and the rap is by Big Daddy Kane, and if you go on iTunes, you can get the non-rap version of the rap version, but everybody loves Big Daddy Kane, so 
And now, now we want to welcome. Right now, confessions I must make, and I'm always an honest guy, and I tell it like it is. You know how I hate rap. But I got to admit, this one I like. This rap is cool because this is a good song, and I like it. And it's, and it's in not our, degrading rap. No, it's not. It's cool. And it's in our car, and I intend to do like 140 miles an hour on the, <laughs> on the L.A. freeway with this music playing. And we want to welcome to the show right now our next guest. Horse I want to introduce this tramp I have in my arms. This is our beautiful Brandy That's Star. who I was welcoming to the show. Oh, I thought, I thought it was... <laughs> What's up, Brandy? Chad, isn't she beautiful? Horn dog, what's going on? Tramp. Yes, she's, she's a tramp, but she's a, a beautiful slut, tramp. A slut tramp, no good for nothing, bad girl. Yeah, that's why the lady is a tramp. She Dave gets too she hungry for yeah. dinner at eight. <laughs> she likes to lick everybody's Jake. <laughs> that's why I yell at her all the time. Nice. Lost baby. You're a tramp. <laughs> You're a tramp. Why is her nose dripping? Her nose is dripping because she's a drip. <laughs> you got to hear it. So anyway, um, everybody, uh, uh, guest Dave says um, that you can't you can't go 140 miles per hour on the L.A. freeway. You can only go about 14 because there's always so much traffic. No, no, no. I, want, I once owned a, co a Corvette, okay, brand new Corvette, and my friend Sal and I were on our way to the opera in Palm Beach at the Opera Center, and we lived in Boca Raton. And we were late. We got on the the Florida Turnpike, and no bullshit, I made it from Boca to the Opera House in like 17 minutes. But that's Florida. The, that car could move. Let me tell you that. I had that baby. Oh, yeah, but you said you were going to do it on the Los Angeles. Freeway. Well, I don't have I don't have a vet now. I have to do it in your slow Jeep. Oh, uh, my Jeep's not slow. Yeah. Was well, compared to that. No, you know what I found out about your Jeep driving it the other day? What? You could put it in the uh, race car mode. And it takes off like a rocket. It's got it got it has buttons for rocks, mud, snow, you know, the, for different trans transmission. And there's one that's there for I think it says um, sport car or something. I tried it. That baby was flying all over Florida. Oh, where are we? Where do we Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't even know where the hell I am. Ron Boudreau says he loves that lady as a tramp song. By the way. Well, that was the opening song to my show for like 30 years. And I came out and I sang it. And at the very end, I sing, that's why the lady, that's why the lady, that's why the lady is a man. And everybody would go crazy. They'd applaud. <clears throat> that was my, my opening number song. And I come out with this gorgeous red gown with a slit with a leg hanging out, big bazoom, because I could jack up good cleavage. I was young and beautiful and I looked like Jane. You're still fact, young and beautiful. No. In fact, when Jane and I, you know, years later became great friends, I was showing her my album. And I showed her a picture of me in the bathtub with, with soap suds. And I said, oh, I hate that picture. I really don't look good in it. And Jane looked at me. She said, I wish I looked that good. And I looked at her. I said, Jane, for how many years, 40 years I've been impersonating you, trying to look as good as you, never coming anywhere near it. Did I ever think the day would come when you would think that you, you, I look better than you? She was cool about it. Look at the dog. She's so happy. Look at her. Just she's she's a ham. She wants to be on television because she wants to like roll over on her back and spread her legs, figuring that everybody's dog out there seeing it, they're all going to send her dirty mail or start to Skype with her. And then she could we can Skype. make her a Twitter account. Well, she could Skype <laughs> with all the male dogs, and all she does is lick the screen, and the male dogs push their penis against their screen, and there she's in her glory. Wow. She's a tramp. Oh, no, this is a real tramp. Trust me. This one's <laughs> a dirty, no-good slut. 
I mean, she's really out for men. She, I mean, every male dog, she goes crazy. She's like an obsessed woman. Like, I think she was in prison for years. So also then, you guys, if anybody's interested in buying a house, the Amityville house, Horror House is for sale. Oh, I've seen that house so many I times. Want, it's, it's, Amity's a real place, right? Of course it is. Do you know who lived two doors down from it? Stephen Namoli, our dearest friend, Kim's husband. Chef Kim's husband lived two doors down. He knew the family. He grew up with the kid that killed the family. Well, it looks like the Amityville Horror House, where six people were murdered in 1974, is on the market. The people who bought the house paid paid 950000 and now they're selling it for 850000 They're just trying to get out. No, it's only because it's on the water, and it's an ugly old house. But it's on the water. I'd uh, like to see it, though. It's just it, cool. Uh, it's nothing to see. They change They change the address, and they change that window, supposedly, where the flies were. So they reface the whole house, so you'll drive right by it and not know it. Yeah, and they don't do that. In the ads <clears> for like the listing of the real estate listing, they show it back in the... Meanwhile, host, Hostess's Cupcakes just bought the, uh, the, the Playboy Mansion, I believe, for $200 million. Could you imagine buying a house for $200 million? The Playboy Mansion. I don't give a I shit. I heard it's what run it down, though. Well, Hef said, can I live out my life here? And Costas' Cupcake said, yes, you can. And, oh, there's a dog that wants Dave put, put the dog anyway, in. Says, I want to meet that dog. And, and the owner of Hostess's Cookies, this Greek guy, said, yeah, but we're still going to do the construction because it's in major, major disrepair. Uh, disrepair. Whatever, it needs disarray. to all be ripped out and redone. Yeah, a freaking like All right, somebody it. just put their dog up. Brandy, what do you think? That's he's Dave cute. from Stars Now UK. And he's he says, cute. This is I want to meet that dog. He's cute, right, Brandy? Can you see him? Oh, she'll give him head in a minute because he's cute. <laughs> she's she's looking at him. Look at the. She's a disgusting degenerate. Look, you see that? She's Brandy? she's staring at it. She's absolutely staring. Now she's looking at me, saying, "Is it okay, Daddy?" <laughs> now she wants to go see. Now it she wants to go to close up. Oh, she's a sicky. Se putana, you're proprio una putana, questa cana. Proprio una putana. That's funny. That in Italian means you're just a whore. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> another dog. Oh, my God. Uh, look, he's got flowers. <laughs> oh, he's got brandy. He's got flowers. That's Iris Ginger's you. dog. Yay. She's bringing him fl her flowers. He's romantic. See if he's got some champagne. I'm thirsty. <laughs> you got a freaking Watch, like Watch, we're going to have a million dogs now, Brandy. You're just in your glory. I don't she's, think she's she said, like She it. said, I need to get my tongue wet. All right, you guys, too. Uh, uh, do a quick little ad. You can listen to the Jimmy Star Show. There's all kinds of places you can listen to us. Um, we like it best when you listen to us live on W4CY Radio with our phenomenal sound engineer, Mr. Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. But you can also hear us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV. Um, and if you want to watch the show and, and watch the videos of the show, we're on Roku, YouTube, and Vimeo. So check us all out. And for those of uh, you... Look at all of them. Oh, my God. She's got a fleet of dogs. Oh, look at these two. They're going to like gangbanger. That's not oh good. My, she <laughs> likes that. She wants to have a, a, a daisy chain. Look at all the dogs. That's Ron Boudreau's dog. And they're all good-looking dogs. Oh, I could feel her heart. And Dave's just looking for dog pictures, I think, because he can't have this many dogs. <laughs> That's Jackson. And Ron, your dog is beautiful. And wait, Dave, wait. if those are your dogs, they're well, beautiful. I'm managing my dog, and she's going to charge. <laughs> we could make a lot of money, Brandy. You I'll be your man. I'll be your pimp. <laughs> yeah, you can be the pimp for the dog. That's right. 
<laughs> he says thank you. It's beautiful, and she's having fun. She'll get tired eventually, but right now but she's we, just we are out. really training her out of it. We we don't want her doing that. It's not right. I'm suspecting the people that had her were crazy, and they and they were into bestiality. We took her to the dog park, and she immediately ran after all the dogs trying to blow. <laughs> it's true. She went after the male dogs, and right away scooped underneath to lick their penises. I was humiliated. <laughs> I mean, you know, I looked at the people, I said, we just rescued her. She's a tramp. I said, she learned that filthy shit from somebody else, not from us. And they just looked at me like I was weird. You know, I said, you know, she's giving head to your dogs. We didn't teach her that. Trust me, we don't do that. And I got all flustered and crazy. I grabbed her. I said, back in the car. Bukitana. Oh. Goddess just said she's saying hello. <laughs> another another one, the, the, her partner in crime. Sure, she understands. Goddess is all for it. <laughs> you got to like, love it. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> but she is a beauty and she is a rescue. And, and so I loving. love her more than anything. I love her to pieces. She's my heart and soul. I hug her. I kiss her. She brings me warmth, comfort, love, joy, happiness, everything positive and fabulous go out and rescue a dog trust me then Absolutely. then get on our show and tell me about it and you're going to say ron i agree a hundred percent with you. and when you bring her up on the bed you should see how she like nestles her head under your neck it's oh really she's cute. she's just the most loving sweetie pie in the world i adore this dog and of course our shazam too but I always love dogs. But some dogs have special personalities. And this one, even though she's a whore, she has a sweet personality. But most whores do. I know a lot of whores. Believe me, in my day, you know, gay people always hang out with whores. Prostitutes, they hang out with gay people. And all the prostitutes I knew used men, you know, con men out of money. Oh, but that. the gay guys, they never did. They used to buy us everything, food, drinks. I mean, they were very good to gay men because they knew that gay men weren't going to use them. But, you know, a hooker will use a man before a man uses her. Chin CS2 says she's finally got the video on so she can see us and she likes my shirt. So she says the dog's cute. Isn't she cute, our little baby? Absolutely. Look at her. My little sweetie pie. You know, she's got, um, what do you call it? What does she have? Heartworm. Heartworm. And we're still giving her medication. And there's a chance that we could lose her. I will go out of I won't even be on the show. I'll go out of my mind. I will cry and cry. And I don't want to lose her. I'm not going to lose her. She's going to be well. So everybody send good wishes to Brandy that she beats the heartworm. Absolutely. Because she's my treasure. Tesora. She's right? fabulous, and she's going to be fine. She has to go in at the end of this month, and she has to go and like stay all day and get some shots or something. I don't know. She has to go th do a bunch of stuff, but but it's all good. It's all good. She's getting everything all wet from her drips, but that's okay. Anyway, we love her, and everybody should rescue a dog, so there you go. You got to love it. Daddy kisses. Look at that baby. That's right. She's fabulous. Since yep. saying, everybody's yeah. saying good wishes to Brandy, yeah, so that's nice. She kisses me after she licks another dog's wang. How <laughs> <laughs> could you vomit? Please. You gotta like now. Love I got it. wang breath on my face. So, Chad, how was your weekend? Were you like stuck inside because of the weather, or did you get to do something? No, we played out. It was good weather down here. I mean, of course, it rained like it always does around this time. Summertime always brings rain. Of course, you live down here. Oh, sure. Oh, I yeah, lived there right. for 20 years. And not only is it rain, it's rain. I mean, rain like you never saw drops that when it hits the roof of the car, you True. think it snowballs. Yeah, it's thick, no doubt. No doubt. And then the streets get flooded, and you go through gigantic puddles. Brandy, there wait. she goes. Ron Boudre said his his dog was a rescue also, and it had heartworm, and it went. She made it through it fine, <laughs> or he he made it through it fine. So everybody's coming. 
Look at her. So, Chad, let's do one more music break. I like that. She totally blocked out Ron. <laughs> yeah, nobody can see Ron. <laughs> you can only see. Hi, Brandy. I don't mind. <laughs> Look at that smile. Not, there you go. As long as it's not me. But, see, I, got, I, I get the <laughs> with the dog. Hi, Brandy. You're so beautiful. That's hilarious. All right. Um, what song are we doing? gonna do heaven uh heaven tonight by nathan king you guys this is a, a new country artist he's doing really really well he's gonna be opening up for some really big acts uh soon i can't announce it yet but the name of the song is heaven tonight it's his first country single and it's really really good and i hope you guys enjoy it here it is At the party, looking my way with them pretty blue eyes. Got an innocent smile, but she's the devil in disguise. Works the dance floor when she knows that you're watching. In the tight jeans that make your heart stop and see a tattoo on the small of her back. Why don't you come over here and we can head on out tonight? I don't know you, so let's start picking up the slack. Cause baby, there's no going back. You're driving me. Take a dirt road to see the look in her eyes And light up the night, making everything all she right She gets a boot song with the radio blasting Leans back, saying she wants to go fast Turn her lights down underneath the moonlight I can show you a night that you ain't gonna forget You're driving me insane Can't get you off my brain And I know it's wrong, but it feels so right Come on, girl, cause I wanna see heaven tonight Making love underneath the stars Available on all the digital download sites everywhere. The song's doing really, really well, and uh, and I actually like it a lot. So hope you guys enjoyed it. 
And we want to give a shout out to Tristan, who's Sing Feminine in the chat room. Sing Fem. Uh, Tristan's from Australia. We haven't seen him lately. So hello. Hope you are well. And, and thanks for tuning in. I have to clarify something because people are in the dark. Um, Jane Russell is the person I referred to. I just referred to her as Jane. I should have known better. Um, and I, the movie star, the legend, who became my friend. And believe it or not, when I was very skinny, very young, and very beautiful, I did look like Jane Russell. As I've gotten older now, I look more like Boris Karloff. But that's what happens with age. Your face changes, your nose gets bigger, your mouth shrinks, your eyes fall down. Speaking of eyes, I had bags under my eyes. I put preparation H on, and they went away. It really works. That's for hemorrhoids. So I went out and bought it for my eyes. And I put it on my bags, and it shrank my bags. So if you have bags under your eyes and you're going someplace special, use Preparation H. Now I understand the Preparation H in Canada is better because there's an ingredient in it that they remove in America. The FDA won't approve it. And that's supposed to make it really work better. So if you have a Canadian contact... Tell them to buy Preparation H made in Canada and mail it to you and use it under your eyes. Better than all that bullshit creams they sell you for $50 that do nothing but oil you up. So there. Actually, like uh, Goddess is saying, females use it for wrinkles. I don't know about wrinkles. I don't have any. I really don't. For 100 years old, I don't have any wrinkles. I don't know why yet. But one day I'm going to wake up looking like an like a orange that deflated. But I don't have. Never. Do I have wrinkles? No, you don't have wrinkles. I really don't have any. I have some sags, but not wrinkles. I need a, a mini facelift. You know, June 20, uh, is it 22nd, 23rd? I'm having a major surgery. We don't know the date yet. Well, well supposedly. We're having I'm, the test next week. Yeah, I'm it. having a test. You know, I had that problem with the uh, process that went bad when I was urinating a lot. Uh, they told me that my age, the prostate presses on the urethra, and that's the problem. So Dr. Isaac at, at Doylestown Hospital, who was supposed to be wonderful, did a TERP, which is where they go through the penis up with the machine, and they cut down the prostate. Well, it went wrong, and it injured me and caused me to be in the hospital for many, many weeks, many surgeries, many in and outs. Um, so I'm having problems now with urinating and stuff. So this doctor is wonderful, and he's famous, and he's the best in the country, and he's going to remove the scar tissue from my urethra and replace that section he removes with a piece of my cheek, inside of my cheek. He's going to take a centimeter of that flesh because it's the same as the flesh inside of your urethra and put it there, and then I should have no problems ever again. You see, once you are injured anywhere in your urinary tract, you develop scar tissue. That scar tissue grows. It doesn't stop growing until it seals off your ability to urinate. The other choice would be they put a hole under your testicles, and that's where you will urinate for the rest of your life. Or you catheterize yourself every time you go well, to the bathroom. Well, that's, if, that's if, if, the, if the scar tissue doesn't seal completely where the urethra has no function at all. Right. So for anyone out there that's having a urinary problem, and there's a scar tissue involved. I would, I'm, we're going to have this doctor, by the way, on our show. 
and he's going to explain to everyone exactly the surgery that he does. It's a new surgery. It's FDA approved. Uh, he's done over 700 of them. He's and a stricture specialist. He's a stricture specialist, and he's over at uh, Temple University Hospital in F Center City, Philadelphia. So if anybody out there is in trouble, usually older people, but not necessarily young. Yeah, it doesn't have to be older. No, people. young people who are, who are big in sports. Or bike riders, guys that ride bikes like really intensely, they have urinary tract infection, not infection, but urinary tract problems. And they're in their early 20s. So this is not like an old man's disease. It's not even a disease. I just had a doctor who, who, couldn't, ca who couldn't care less when he did this and who had no remorse or sorrow. And uh, I hate his guts and I, and I will use his name to blast it so that I will humiliate him in his hospital and among all other doctors because four doctors, top doctors at Jefferson, uh, Temple, and the other one, whatever, Penn. It is, and Penn, which are the leading top surgery hospitals in Center City, Philadelphia, all agreed that it was a botched job. And the sad part is you can't sue for malpractice. That's the sad part because doctors, uh, <laughs> they stick together. Anyway, so they can crucify you. They can ruin you. They can put holes in you and never compensate you for it. That's a sad story. Who cares? And we're not going to listen to it. I just wanted to tell everybody so that I could pass my information on. I haven't mentioned it up to now because there was nothing I could do about it except use a catheter tube, which is extremely painful and, and annoying. I mean, you can't go to a cocktail party with a catheter tube. So this is going to be wonderful for me when I get this surgery done. They will go in and remove the section that has the scar tissue and replace it with the inside of my cheek. And I will be, uh, and, and the recovery is very quick, by the way, a week. And I will let you know as it goes along what's going on. But please, anyone out there that has this problem, contact me. On my Facebook, or I mean, there's a million ways to get me Twitter, 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 all that crap. I mean, you know, <laughs> Twitter, no, serious, Twitter, there's, Twitter. there's a million. I'm all over the place. I'm like, you know, Donald Trump. Oi. <laughs> Everybody's wishing you the best and hope. Thank you, well. everybody. It will go well because this doctor is phenomenal. And if I could remember, Dr. Mayo, is it? Metro. Dr. Metro. Meter or Metro? Meter. Dr. Me Meter. M-E-T-R-E, I think. Uh, yeah, either Dr. Meter or Doc. I just met him last week. We're getting to know each other. And he's at Temple University. Contact him and tell him that Ron Russell sent you and uh, and and talk to him. He's good. And it's worth the trip to Pennsylvania. I mean, no matter where you are, you could fly in. They have accommodations if the surgery for out-of-towners. And it's a phenomenal hospital, Temple University Hospital. Uh, it's one of the leading hospitals in the country. In fact, in the world, the Shah of Iran, I understand, went there also. So if it was good enough for the Shah of Iran, I'm sure it's good enough for us. There you go. There you go. Anyway, I'm good about it. You don't dwell in garbage. You just rise above it and say, hallelujah, the sun is shining. Here I am, and I'm having a good time. All right, you guys. So if you like the music that we play on the Jimmy Star Show, number one, all of it's for sale on iTunes. Um, Spectre Music Group has a 
has a uh, SoundCloud page now. You can go to SoundCloud. Um, it's been up for a while, and all the songs that we play on the Jimmy Star Show are there. There's also links to take you to iTunes to buy the song. We've got you know five or six million plays on it. The songs and the music are really, really good, so please check out and follow um, Spectre Music Group on SoundCloud. And while you're on SoundCloud, you can also listen to the Jimmy Star Show and follow the Jimmy Star Show on SoundCloud. We get a lot of plays on SoundCloud. We appreciate everybody's support, and now all the music is there, and you can stream the music, or you can click the link, and it'll take you right to iTunes to purchase it. you got to love it. Correcto. And now, a little politics. Um, aren't you sick and tired of all the bashing that's going on? I mean, I can't believe it anymore. I don't want to watch the news because all it is is Hillary bashing, Donald, Donald bashing, Bernie, Bernie carrying on. This one's better. Hillary won, though, I think, yesterday. She didn't win. She beat Bernie out. To be the one of the to be the candidate for president. Right now, he'd if, have to run as an independent. Now, if Donald gets in, it'll be Donald versus, be Donald versus Hillary. Hillary, which is going to be the battle royale of the century. It's going to be like TMZ, you guys. There's going to be so much mudslinging. It's not even. Funny. I mean, I don't think I could live through this. I mean, thank God we're moving to Palm Springs. I'll be busy fixing the house, decorating, you know, swimming, ha ha ha, playing tennis. Not really, maybe. <laughs> I'll be playing tennis. Not, not when it's 112. I'm not out there in the sun banging a ball. Neither will you be, Jim. But I hope that we're busy enough with our show and with all the, the shows that we go to and all the, the people that we know that we see their shows. You know, we're always invited to somebody singing here, dancing there or whatever. And uh, that I'll be so occupied I won't be involved with the stupid thing. Now, am I voting? I know it's un-American not to vote. But I don't want to be responsible for anybody that gets in there that destroys our country. I voted for Obama, and I'm sort of sorry. He's done some things, but uh, I'm sort of sorry for a lot of things. But that would be with any president, you know. Absolutely. I voted for, I voted for, I actually voted for Obama both times, too, and this time. I, mean, I, I don't think either candidate is a good candidate, but I'm definitely not going to vote for Clinton. So if I vote, I'm going to vote for Trump. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to vote at all because I don't want that blood on my hands. But, you know, years and years and thousands of Our years ago. don't really count anyway, really. Well, uh, well they do. In, in the other election, they do. In the, the presidential, they do. Um, years and thousands of years ago, everybody thought that uh, President Roosevelt or Roosevelt was a hero and the greatest president that ever lived. But they didn't let people know that his wife was a lesbian and that he was an anti-Semite. So there you go. Had they slung that mud, you know, your wife has a black lover, that would have really put him, in those days, at a commission. I mean, black, gay, oh my God, black and gay? They couldn't have possibly anything worse in the world than if, she, than if Eleanor had two heads. Eleanor was his wife. But they kept that under wraps. Now, there have been gay presidents. Abraham Lincoln supposedly was gay. There's a few gay presidents that have been hush-hushed and not revealed. But today, they don't care. They'll, they'll say, oh, yeah, this, this elect president's a fag. We can have a picture of him in drag. I think it's disgusting. I know a lot of drag queens that would make great presidents, probably better than anybody running right now. <laughs> because of your sexuality, you don't judge a person's intelligent or mentality. Right, that's true. 
Now, I had a friend of mine, I wrote it on Facebook, who said, who's, he's Jewish, and he said to me, oh, I hope Bernie comes in. It's about time a Jew came in. After all, a Schwarzer came before a Jew. And I thought, what the fuck is that all about? What kind of a statement is that? What? It, where are we? Where are we that we say such things? So I didn't want to make a war, and I didn't want to be rude. And I said, you know, I'm sorry you think that way. I didn't think you did. I never heard you talk that way, and I never thought you thought that way. And I was a little surprised. But people are people. What can you do? I can't go out with a fairy's wand, you know, and say, be normal, be normal, be nice. That's funny. Though. Dave Dave from Stars Now put a picture of, of Hillary and Bill Clinton. And Hillary's saying, it's time to have a woman in the Oval Office. And Bill's saying, been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love it. That's hilarious. You got to, like, love it. I just, I love it. But serious, don't encourage folks this mudslinging. Don't enjoy it because it's going to kill you one day when one of them get in office and suddenly you don't have anything to eat and you've lost all of your rights. Absolutely. You Let's know? make it about the actual issues, not about the people running and their past exactly. and their histories. Because like, that's, like, that's all gossipy stuff anyway, and uh, whether it's true or not true no. doesn't really help the fact of I, what are the issues and what are – like we need health care. We need to – you know all the things that we need to do in this country to make this country, you know, a good place for everyone to live. Uh, that that's the stuff we need to focus on. So let's focus on the issues. Sometimes when I'm watching these debates, I think I'm in a gay bar and there's two queens dishing each other because that's how queens get. Oh Mary, oh your rose, and all that nasty shit they throw at each other. Terrible, terrible ignoramuses, ignorant, ignorant people that write for these candidates. They want it to be another reality show. They want it to be like when Teresa picked up the table and threw it in the Jersey house. They say Jimmy or Ron for president. At least we know we'll get the truth. <laughs> oh, well, with, with, with me, you'll get the truth. I mean, with me, forget about it. All these phony doctors and lawyers and bullshit artists and churches and people that are ripping everybody off and everything in the supermarkets, five bucks now. What are they, nuts? We can't let Brandy be president, unfortunately, Ron no. B, because Brandy's... <clears throat> inflation you know years ago when i was a, a sex addict <laughs> no years ago when i was a boy i forgot what president or what year it was but they did a thing called i forgot what it was called now but anyway they they did a price fix where no one for one year could raise the price of anything no one they, everything would stay stable maybe chinzia knows because chinzia what, what was that called again that act that they did Price fix. Uh, what the hell was it? Put a freeze on things where nothing could go up for a year, and it worked. The economy flew because everything was priced right. Why don't they do that again? They should have put a price fix on real estate today. A dump of a house for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. A quarter of a million dollars buys you nothing. It buys you a condo if you're lucky. I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? We have so many people out there that are hardworking people. The best is when they want Walmart to pay $15 an hour to a worker. And you know what Walmart said? We're going to automate. We're going to fire everybody and put machines in. Screw you. You're not going to get us to give anybody $15. And yet people pour into Walmart, Walmart by the millions. Now, my day, my mother would have been the first one out there picketing, saying, don't break the picket line. Don't go into Walmart. They're full of shit. But nobody does that anymore. Everybody's too involved with getting their nails done and having their hair made blue and running around carrying on. They don't care about the country. It's the people that make the country function, not those jerks in Washington. If everybody got together 
and voted on one thing and forced the government to do it, they would do it by shutting down, by having union strikes, by striking, by, by being like other countries are, fighters, saying, no, 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 we don't want unisex toilets. Nonsense. We don't want this. We are the American public. We have a right to say what we want in our country. We don't need to have what the hell they think in Washington should be, like gay things that they, they, they vote against gay things, which is ridiculous. Gay people have as much rights to things as anybody else, as black people, as Hispanic people, as Jewish people, Puerto any people. We are America. We're a tapestry of people, a beautiful tapestry of different colors, different cultures, different languages, different mentality. And we should vote for everybody getting their equal share. Also, they're talking about how crazy prices are on everything and prices should be affordable. That's one thing about Walmart. Like, you get everything there really cheap, but everything breaks, like, really fast. Because it's made in some shithole in China. And Donald Trump is blowing it out his ass about China, and he manufactures in China. Hypocrite. Stop the offshore manufacturing. Bring manufacturing back to America and make it quality goods. Make it made well. You know, you don't mind buying a, like a Tesla car. That's a beautifully made car. Why can't all cars be made like Tesla? We wouldn't have global warming. We wouldn't have smog. We'd have clean air and we'd have affordable cars. Make the price go. lower. So Ron B. also um, uh, said that he's he's got a CD out now and it's available in... The UK, I forgot where it said now. It went so fast. Everything goes by so fast. But it's a, basically, it's a Canadian tribute to Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, and Bobby Darin. Oh, the mafia. <laughs> 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 well, that's what it was, baby. Let's face facts. I know that for sure. Those boys were so connected, it wasn't funny. Also, great songs. Well, nobody said mafia couldn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they weren't in the, they were, they were not in the, you know, it's funny. I know so many people that are supposedly in the thing called mafia, which is really ridiculous, but I know so many people that have businesses that are not exactly um, legal. For years, I grew up with them. I, I, they're still my friends. And um, it's a whole different thing than what you see in the movies. Trust me. Trust me. All it is is a gang of guys that say, listen, play fair and you're safe. Play us dirty. We're going to chop you in pieces in the bathtub. <laughs> and we're going to put a part of you in each borough of the city of New York and Queens and Brooklyn. So it's an easy math. You know, don't cross anybody. And I mean, you shouldn't cross a friend anyway. I never did. I, I keep my mouth shut. I, I don't know. I never cross anybody. I, you know, people would say to me, do you know what so-and-so does? I'd say, mm, I don't know. Do you know what he does? <laughs> I have no so idea. Sad. You got to love it. So, Chad. Well, I, let me finish my okay. story. A friend of mine got in trouble, big trouble, and needed an alibi and needed a friend and called me and said, would you do me a favor? And I said, what is it? And he explained it to me. And I said, sure, I would. Only because, the I can't get into it, but the thing that he was accused of doing is what the police do. And I thought, how ridiculous is this? The police take graph. In Brooklyn, like it's gone out of style. In Queens, in New York City, and in the Bronx, and even in parts of Long Island. Cops are on the pay, payola. And this guy was accused of pay, receiving you know, money for whatever. So I went to court, and I sat there, and I had the balls to say exactly what I said right now. There were all the cops lined up. I said, officers, have you ever taken a bribe? 
Have any of you ever taken a fiver or a tenner or a hundred? I know when I used to go to gay bars in the early days and we would be dancing and the light would go on, we had to sit down because the cops were coming, not to arrest us, to go to the owner to get their payout. And they used to pay the cops off. And this is in Manhattan, New York City. So you're going to tell me that you want to arrest this man for graft and for, for, for payola when the cops do it? Give me a fucking break. So anyway, I think I made some sense and he got off. There you go. Because, you know, the cops sometimes, I mean, I love cops. I've got cops for friends, too. And they're cool. So like when I, you know, when I used to go buy stolen goods in Brooklyn, <laughs> you know, friends of mine would say, hey, Ron, we just got a bunch of beautiful suits in Evan Pacone suits. I'd say, oh, good, I'm coming. And the building, the house was right next to the church on, on 13th Avenue in Brooklyn. So I'm walking up the steps, and what do I see? Two cops come out. I said, oh, shit. So fast thinking. Wait, oh. fast thinking. I said to the cops, I said, could you tell me, is this the priest's house? They said, no, no, that's the next building on the other side of the church. I said, oh, thank you. Then one of my friends comes to the door. I said, Ronnie, where are you going? I, don't you want to see the suits? And I'm looking, shut up, the cops are here. They just bought like eight suits each. So I walked in and there was the whole precinct. There was like 10 cops in there trying on suits. I mean, it was a joke. You got to love it. All right, here's what we're going to do, Chad. I kept them. Um, I want to do the season one trailer for the uh, Venice series. Can we do that? Of course we can. It's your show. All right, everybody. So uh, our guest, Crystal Chappelle, is going to be coming on any minute. And um, this is the for season one uh, of her of her series that she uh, wrote, produced, and stars in. And uh, it's called Venice the Series. And here's the season one trailer just to give you guys an idea of what it's about. Enjoy. Hey. You say you're looking for something you've never found The last time I checked I was lost and wandering around I know just how it feels to be the best thing you ever had I'm still not quite good enough to be the last one And there you go, spinning all your wheels You never know what you got till you lose it and here I am waiting all these years You're not even here You can look all over this great big world So that's the uh, trailer for season one of Venice the Series. And now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Actually, I need to start. Let me, let me hear you talk real quick. Hey, Crystal, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Good. We can hear you. All right, now I'm going to do a new intro. I'm going to do I just wanted to make sure we can hear you all well. 
That's uh, fantastic. All right, everybody, guess what? It's time to introduce the fabulously talented. Oh, wait a second. One more thing. How do I pronounce your last name? Is it Chappelle? It's Chappelle. You got it. Okay. I That's to make a sure. little hot in French, isn't it, Chappelle? It is. How did you know that? You speak. Parlez-vous <laughs> français? All right, here we go, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show the fabulously talented Crystal Chappelle. Hello and welcome. Hello, hello, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host and husband, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello, Mr. Ron. Hello, my darling Miss Emmy winner. I mean, I can't believe it. How many times nominated? 19? 10. There's something, yeah. 19.2. I don't know. Something <laughs> like that. Doesn't that, that kind of make you feel very important? <laughs> <laughs> or very old. No, in our, in, our, in our stupid business where they judge you on, on awards, you know, not on merit of work, it's a big deal. I, I'm really thrilled with that. I wish I had an, an enema. An, an what? Enema. I can provide both. Okay. <laughs> then we've got the- No, because I tease about we, we're, Jimmy and I are being, what are we being? No, we're not. Just people are saying. People that are saying that we should be nominated, for, be an nominated for an Emmy. 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 And I keep saying no for an enema. <laughs> Now I get confused with the two of them. You got to go. Hold on. Now we want to enter to say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Crystal. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Chad. Ron's a trip, isn't he? <laughs> Love it. And we have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody who came to say hello. Hi. I have to tell you, you have, like, such phenomenal fans. You really do. I mean, like, we have, you know, I've we've had people on the show that have, like, six million Twitter followers that don't get as many tweets for them as you do um not that you don't have a lot of followers but you don't have six million and, and your fans are so supportive and they're so awesome so i just want to do a quick shout out to, to these four fans have promoted so much yeah uh, there's one of them her name is chris and she's at soul magic 65 on twitter there's karen pike from australia julie sanders and emily cordita or cordetta i'm not sure but anyway these four girls have literally given me about a million impressions on your coming on the show just between their wow. tweets and themselves um, which is just unbelievable and and you know what they're, they're, they're small in numbers but they're big in voice oh they are big in voice and these these girls are so fabulous especially Chris she sent me like at least 15 direct messages on Twitter today because I followed all your fans that that promoted the show and uh, she keeps sending me all these things and so I think it's fabulous, and congratulations to you. And before we talk about Venice series, I just want to talk a little bit about your like career in general, and then we're going to talk about Venice series. First of all, where are you calling us from? I'm on the central coast of California. It's actually really chilly here right now. It's you know what we're in Cold Pennsylvania, here. and it's fifty. It's, it's freezing today. here. Where we're, are you? We're in Pennsylvania right now. Oh. We're in New York, Pennsylvania, Florida, L.A. Right now we're in Pennsylvania. Soon we'll be in California again. We're moving to Palm Springs. We're actually. All over. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, we have a lot of soap opera friend stars, tons. soap opera stars that are friends that you probably know because tons. you were you were on some. First of all, you're on Bold and the Beautiful. You were on Bold and the Beautiful. We Bold had Sean Kanan on recently. Do you know we Sean? Went see, we went to see I him. Do you know Sean? We, we love had, him. He's a good buddy. And we had Ian Kiltrip. Who? Ian Kiltrip. Um, I don't. I don't know if he was on Bold. I know he was on General. I thought he won his Emmy, though, for Bold and the Beautiful, but I might be wrong. Uh, but anyway, he and, was on General and, Hospital. He played Duke on General Hospital. And John Barrowman's. Uh, good. Oh, and yes. then 
John Barrowman. You know John Barrowman? I don't know what soap opera he was on because now he's on regular television. He's on Arrow on that show Arrow, and he was in Doctor Who. And how about what's and, your uh, name? Michael Damien from Young and the Restless. Do you know Michael Damien? Michael Damien, yes. Don't yeah. you love him? Don't he's you fabulous. love him? We love him. Wonderful. I love and Michael. And I have to say, he's all the sweetie. soap opera people are so much fun. And we well, should... how, wait, wait. We have to name all our soaps. I don't know any other ones. Well, what about? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Judith Chapman. Judith Chapman. Oh, she's brilliant. And Tristan yeah. Rogers. Judith is a brilliant. friend of ours. We just, we just saw Judith a couple of weeks ago in Palm Springs. She had just finished doing a play. I understand she was brilliant in it. Everybody's carrying on about it. And I said to her, let's bring it around. You know, let's pr- produce I have, it. I it. have to say, though, um, <laughs> actors and actresses who are on soap operas, number one, they're all super cool. And they're very, very nice. Like, uh, we haven't had anybody. We don't really get anybody who's not nice on the show anyway. Oh, wait, what about um, the handsome guy with the gray hair? He's gorgeous. That's, He's still- that's sitting next right there. Yeah, yeah, that's the one he's talking about me. No, uh, oh, Jimmy. No, you're talking about Ian Buchanan. We mentioned him. Oh, you don't know Ian Buchanan? <laughs> I do know Ian. Yes, oh. I know Ian very well. Is he not gorgeous or what? <laughs> so handsome. I mean, for a man of his age, boy, oh boy, he's got She's it She's actually, though, married to a soap opera star who's gorgeous also, Michael Sabatino. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sabatino? Yes, Sabatino. I had- mm-hmm. My friend is Robert Sabatino. Is that funny? Bobby Sabatino. <laughs> Hmm. Sabatino, his Bobby Sabatino. Tomato, yeah. tomato. That's right, tomato, tomato. <laughs> right. So, so what I was going to say though is, all the soap opera people are so much fun, and we have a really good time, and all of them are uh, all do really cool independent projects outside of soap operas, like you, um, like like you, and like everybody else. We've been working with Michael Damian on his film High Strong, and then all the fans. I- I'm not kidding you. The fans of soap opera stars are like more diehard than like the fans from like, you know, like. The biggest person on whoever's number one on IMDb. Because they see them, they see them every day. They're like friends. Yeah. And you guys are so nice to everybody, you know, in social media and stuff. So I think it's fabulous. And so I want to give you kudos and just say too, congratulations. So you've got three Emmys. Two of them are for Venice series, which we're going to be talking about, and also playing the little promo clip for everybody for anybody who doesn't know about it. You've been nominated for an Emmy ten times, which is like super sick, cool as could be, and. She's like Meryl Streep, yeah, you know. She's like Meryl she's Streep. Meryl Streep of soaps. I mean, what are you going to do? Love so, it. I'll take it. Take and, it, exactly. And in, in back in the day, which like, I, you, it could be even today, um, you won the Soap Opera Digest Award for Hottest Female Star, so I want to give you props for that, too, because that's just hey. big. Well, if she takes the glasses off, gets made up, and does the hair up, she's drop-dead gorgeous. Oh, you're drop-dead gorgeous. You have beautiful features. You can't get old. You're going to be like me. I'm 130 <laughs> and still look good. No, when you have bones. I looked at you. You have cheekbones. You have no chin. That holds your face up. No, seriously. Straw bones, chins hold up faces. Good, good. And this thing holding my, my skin up back here works, too. A little clippy. No, the I'm teasing. Clip. Fabric clip. Listen, I had a doctor tell me that once. He said, just get a clip. I'm like, really? Where do you buy those? <laughs> no, no, I got one better. I went to a plastic surgeon and I said, listen, this is what I want. I want this pulled here, this here, this lifted like that and that. He said, why spend the money? Just crazy glue your hands to your face. <laughs> <laughs> and walk around like that. Did you know Kelly Ripper? Yeah, Kelly's sweet. She's a sweetheart. Soap, she's soap. And her husband... Uh, Mark. 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 Mark, I know. He's a nice guy. So, nice. so look where everybody went from, from soap. They went into all these different places and made fortunes of money. Now, I used to date. Now, this is going back to 19... 19- She's not even You weren't in the business. She wasn't even going to be born. This is like 1950. I was about 
17 years old, and he was like 34, and he, and I'm still looking for him if he's still alive. And and his what the hell was his name again? I forgot. <laughs> oh, he was a soap opera star. He was a soap opera. Uh, General Hospital, and he was gorgeous. He was a blonde, handsome, big, burly guy. Casey, Casey Michaels. Did you? Did you? Like she's like she's like. No, I googled him. I googled him, and I can't find him. They, I, I don't think they, they do Google back that far back. She's somewhere in the ether on the internet. But he used to play piano and sing at the Blue Note bar in the village. On the weekends, and he was a soper. And I remember running home from school so excited to see my boyfriend, who was 35 or 38, on, on television, black and white. And I was 17. I was oh, uh, somebody, so one of the fans in the chat room also told us that we had Charles Shaughnessy, on, and he was on Days of Our Lives also, because yep. you were on Days of Our Lives. Did yes. you work with Charles? I did, did. We, I, we've, I kissed most everyone on daytime. We, there was a kiss. There was a kiss with Charlie. Mm -hmm. I bet you like all the women were fainting from that one. I love English accents. Uh, he's a sweet guy. We had him on. Yeah, he's really on. nice. Just like recently, we had him on. Also, so like, who, uh, in Car who, what soap opera did you play, Carly? I have to say, Days. I have, so, okay, Days. Okay. Days of our lives. Yeah. Goodness in the chat room is, was posting how she loved you on Days of Our Lives, and so you were on Days of Our Lives, Guiding Light, One Life to Live, The Bold and the Beautiful. Is that all the the, the daytime soaps? That sounds about right. Well, you were on a lot of other things because I went on your IMDb yeah. and it's full. So, so is any one of those soaps? Did you have more fun than others? Oh, well, no. I mean, look, I, I was I, Guiding Light, I was there for 10 years, and I, it was so much fun because I played such a bad girl. You know, I got to do say all the worst things to people. Oh, good. I was going to ask <laughs> you. I don't get in trouble for it. No, I was going to ask you if you played the bitch ever. If you ever played. I don't watch soaps, but did you ever play the bitch? Yeah, that's the, that's the best character. I played the, the good girl, and I played the bad girl. The bad well, girl by so far. Carried alive in 1993, did, so like, did, these are diehard fans. Now, I know, you, I know you were too young, but did you ever hear any rumors running around about Joan Crawford when she played that 18-year-old part for her daughter on the soap opera? Joan no. Crawford, famous legend. You know who she is, Joan Crawford. Yes, I know who she is, but I didn't know her she did parts that. Don't. You'd be surprised. People don't know who Jane Russell is. I dropped dead, you know. Uh, and she played on a soap opera. Her daughter had a part, and she was in the hospital. And Joan Crawford played the part of like an 18-year-old when she was like 60. <laughs> No, wow. so it's true. Investigated. I forgot what soap she was on. Oh, I'm going to do that. Yeah, you get a kick out of those stories. I like it. I actually, um, I actually uh, watched my mom. My mom, who's who's not, she's not alive anymore. But when I was in high school and college, um, I watched Young and the Restless. That's why I liked Michael Damien because I actually knew who he was. As the world turns, and. In General Hospital, and so like anytime I meet the people from those soaps, I always get excited just because like I watched them and it was a lot of fun. And and, and I noticed too one of the people who's one of the one of the people in Venice the series, which we're going to be talking about, is Hillary B. Smith, and she was Margot Hughes on As the World Turns for all the years that I was watching it. And that's so I, right. I loved it, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And so so maybe we'll we will we'll talk a little bit now. We'll, we'll go into Venice the series. And, so and you have a series, huh? No, and ask Crystal what she thinks about these soaps going off the air after so many years, and why? Is it because they're not violent enough? Nobody's beating each other up using vulgar language or stabbing and killing and shooting and whatevering like the rest of the shows that are successful. <laughs> That's a what channel do you watch? What, well, 
Well, he makes watch? me watch. He makes me watch that. I don't. He doesn't make me. I have to. I sometimes do that disgusting show called Orange. Oh, the that's new, not a soap opera, though. No, Orange it, is the it's, New Black. I love Orange. It is, is the new a Black. soap opera. It's just it's a streaming soap opera, but it's the same as a soap opera. I think that show is hideous. I love it. What joy? <laughs> we had a whole bunch of the people from it on yeah, the show. I, mean, I loved it. I love the workers. I love the work they do. I look at it basically for the work. My mm -hmm. very good friend Barbara Rosenblatt was on it. She was the one that crashed the truck and killed a woman and whatever. She played the the Rosa, the the Hispanic, the one, the, the one with cancer that died. I love the work. Those people really work. Just like I love soap operas. You know, everybody makes fun of them. They say, "Oh, they're so corny." Yeah, frig you. Go out there every day live. And it's a hard. It's a hard. It's one of the hardest jobs uh, out there. You're doing like seventy, a hundred pages a day. Hello. I, you know, I do a movie. You got to see what I put people through. I mean, I'm going to do a movie now for Michael Damien coming up, and he doesn't know what he's in for. I mean, I, I, I look at here. I look at the line. Okay, is it going to snow today? Um, could you give me that line, please? <laughs> I've done that. I get it. Excuse me. Oh, is it going to? What is it going to do today? It's funny because I watched a thing where it says, you know, Guiding Light, I guess it was on for 70-something years before it got um, taken off the air. And, like, I don't know which soap operas are still on the air. I, I'm, I'm assuming Young and the Restless is because I saw somebody on it. General Hospital, I guess, is. And um, Bold and Beautiful is. And Days of the Lives. And Venice the Series. <laughs> online, yes. We're still on. I'm telling you, though, online is the best place to be. It's the it's the future of where everything will be eventually oh, yeah. anyway. Stream, and, go on stream. And the fact that you Absolutely. actually started this in 2009, I think I read. Yeah. Um, the fact that you started, you were like way ahead of the curve. Um, so ahead. from what I understand, and, and you can correct me um, if I'm wrong, but like you basically were looking for a new avenue and a new way to do a scripted show that got to talk about the topics you wanted to talk about and what you thought was you know, important to be brought up. So you formed a production company, and it's called Open Book Productions, and yes. Vents the Series was your first project. Yeah. It is your first project, 2009. You guys have four seasons well, finished. Well, Jim, let her tell us all about it in detail, what it is, because I don't know what it is. Okay, go ahead. Shoot. Educate me. I will educate you. We're going into our fifth and last season because I believe in beginnings, middles, and ends, right, with stories. Venice is an online show that uh, follows people in Venice Beach, California. The, the two leads, Annie and, and Gina, are star-crossed lovers. Um, and Laura is sort of the uh, third wheel, but a very prominent third wheel. Uh, and it's really a story of these three women, but it's it's the families and how they interact, and it's it's so good soapy fun, but it also, um, you know, uh, puts uh, gay women out there in the forefront. You know, I saw it. I saw one of it. I remember one in Venice Beach a couple of years, or maybe two years ago, a year ago. It's on for five years. This is oh, okay. yeah, I saw it. I somehow clicked in and and watched it, and it was good. And I never found it again. I never thought about it really. <laughs> But no, but it was. Think about it now. No, yeah, let's think about it. You know what? I remember. I didn't, I didn't know they were lesbians, though. I forgot what it was, but I remember they were down at the beach, and and one girl was crying hysterically because something <laughs> had happened with somebody else. And he I he doesn't thought, have a good memory with that, but no, no. You know what it is? I look. Like I look at acting. I look at camera lighting. I really look at all of it. I don't look at a movie just for the whatever 
people look at. When I'm watching a film with Jimmy in the theater, I say, Jimmy, the, the DP is fabulous. Oh, wow, I love the lighting. Look at the look at the look at the where they're going with this guy. Look at this actor. He's really doing something more than what it needs. Mm -hmm. I really do that, and I, that's how I love work. So. When I see any of my friends working, and I know them socially as buddies, you know what it's like. They they they, know, they curse, they pick their noses, you know. <laughs> and then so, like like Angelina Jolie, and then suddenly you see her in a movie like uh, the, the, what is it? The one I love. Do you, oh, you like uh, the t tourist? The tourist, looking like the most gorgeous creature in the world, walking and and so sophisticated. I get the biggest bang out of it. Right. Because, you know, I know them just sitting around, like I said, picking their noses. <laughs> You guys are really good friends. When you no. can pick together. Yeah, when you can pick. <laughs> no, but, no, you know what? That it was is? good. No, she grew up in my house. I lived in Beverly Hills on Spalding. She lived on Roxbury around the corner. And my daughter Deirdre used to play with her at Roxbury Park all the time. So Angie's mom and I were friends, uh, Marshalena, and uh, she grew up with my kids. And uh, I, but I just picked her out of out of out of a hat. I mean, uh, Jane Russell, the famous legend of Hollywood, was my dearest friend. We hung out. We were buddies. And Jane in person, I mean, forget about it. <laughs> forget it. Like what you see on she would show. wear sneakers, sweatpants, no makeup, her hair piled back in a ponytail, and she'd walk around grumpy, complaining about everything. And here was the sexy goddess of the world, the most sexiest woman in the world in 1940. So unlike her character and so down to earth and so, so, so real. So hold on. Now, wait, okay. I didn't finish my question. Now, honestly answer me. Okay. How are you different from your character, or do you bring your personality into your TV character? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, much, I'm much more what? cerebral. I'm much, I'm much more of a thinker than, than any of the characters I play. I'm more quiet. I'm more of an observer. I, like, I, I think like you do a little bit. When I watch movies and things, yeah. I think... Oh, that's a great shot. Or I like the backlight. Or love the sound it. It's kind of tinny. Or you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, I, I see things like that. But I'm quiet and I'm observant. So my, when I get on in front of a camera, I have to be. But I mean, how much of you do you pull? Like it's all me. It's, it's on some level. I everything that I pull out of a character is somewhere inside of me. So I'm in touch with it. Anyway, in other words, if you are delivering a line about, say, going to a restaurant to eat chicken. It's exactly as you would say it to your husband, or are you acting? That's the thing I'm going for. It depends on the circumstance. Acting is, is is circumstances. So if I'm really upset and I'm really really hungry, I'm going to say I'm I'm going to the restaurant. I'm going there for chicken. Okay. And that's or, how you do it in your real world. Well, it just depends. No, it just depends. No, no, I would just no. It just depends. Unless I'm in a really pissy mood and I want some chicken. <laughs> right. You know. The point I'm trying. I can be. I have many, many actors for friends because I'm, 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 I'm 76 years old. I mean, I've been in the business 52 years. Of course, I've collected people. And I know them in their real, like Betty Davis. Okay, here we go. I found it. Betty Davis and I were buddies for a couple of years when she was 100. And she lived over in, at the Colony in, in L.A. Betty Davis in person drank, had a filthy mouth, was sarcastic, and hated everybody, especially Faye Dunaway. <laughs> she hated her the most. And yet, on screen, she was the most elegant, sophisticated woman. Oh, Jerry, why ask for the moon? We have the stars. Now, I've goofed around with her on that. 
And I said, what did you think? She said, when they gave me my script and I read that, I said, out, out, out. This is so disgusting and soapy and, 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 and syrupy and horrible. Nobody would say that. Nobody's going to believe the line. Meanwhile, it became the call letter of the movie. Mm. And I told her that. I said, but B, it's the line that made the movie work. She said, goes to show you the kind of people that come to see my films. <laughs> Another thing is... Walking out of a hotel, we were walking side by side, and people were running alongside of us saying, Miss Davis, I love you, I love you. I said, of course you do, of course you do, darlings, of course you do. <laughs> she was a card. But, oh, I love it. So now how much of you, again, goes into your character on the screen? Um, no, I play, I've played some really horrible people. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that's, that's, that's who I am. I well, just think that it's well, a nice uh, it, therapy. I get paid for, you know saying the things that that everyone wants to say that's but no i i'm uh there there are a lot of qualities in my characters that that i have but i'm i i'm much more of a introvert and and i'm very very shy really in in real life so for me to put myself out in front in front of the camera like that into character i'm hiding in a that's, lot of ways that's like glenn ford glenn ford was the the, the he was the most frightened man of himself Glenn Ford drank quite a lot, and that's the only way he'd get a uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh out of him. Yet on the screen with Rita Hayworth and Gilda, if you're familiar with the film, Glenn Ford was brilliant with the script. Lots of people are that way. Um, if you were to play Mae West, who would you pull it from? Where would you get it from to play Mae West? Do you know who Mae West is? First of all, you have I to do. Everybody knows Mae West if no, you're I alive. I oh, come on. I bet you no, no, no. I know who Mae West is. Um, Mae West. Mae West is like legendary. Where would you pull what, it? What is the famous line when I'm, when I'm, when I'm. No. Are you happy to, are you happy? Is that a gun in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> come up and see me sometime. Um, you know, I, 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 uh. Hard to do. It, it'd be very hard to do. That's a that's a character that's uh, that I really have to work on. But I think it comes a lot from your her sexuality. And I'm feeling my boobs right now. It comes a lot from her sexuality. <laughs> oh, what you have to do, Jimmy? You have to see some of the things I do. To, I played a Brooklyn. I played a mean Brooklyn cop. You had to see what I had to do. <laughs> Everybody in the chat room is saying how they love the fact though that you get the opportunity to play to play like the bitchy persons, you know, like everybody wants to be able to play a bitch. Not everybody can do it and not everybody's good at it. But Joan Collins is like, the best but in person too. To in person I work too. With okay. So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yes. I, oh yes. Joan Collins. Oh, I love her to death, but what a friggin' mouth on that bitch. Whoa. <laughs> she crucifies everybody in like in the whole room in a minute. <laughs> That's one tough tomato. Don't play with Joan. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, let's go to Venice. I want to go to Venice because lots of people in the chat room. First of all, uh, where, if somebody wants to see Venice, I, have, I wrote down that you can see season one and two on YouTube and three and four on Vimeo. Where else? Is that the best place to go to, to Those watch? Those are the two places to go, yes. Okay. And you we, have, we have DVDs in the store of all four seasons. And that's on VeniceTheSeries.com. And you guys can follow Venice the Series on Twitter. It's at Venice the Series. And you can follow Crystal. It's at Crystal Chappelle. And it's... Two P's and two L's. No waiting. No waiting. That's right. Crystal, let me tell you something, and this comes right from, right from, right from, directly out of my gun. You're very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Most people, your credit, 
or your your winds and stuff are kind of uppity bitchy and not very nice. <laughs> you are still real good, nice, beautiful, and sweet, and I want you to know that. And I was hesitant when Jimmy said you were coming on. I said, oh, another one of those divas. It's all about me, my winning, my wards. Aren't I fabulous? Don't you love me? Aren't I terrific? And nobody else is in the world but me. And nothing like that. So let's talk about yeah, nothing like a little bit. Okay, so who do you play? That describes Joan Collins, by the way. <laughs> we're so much alike. <laughs> who, who do you play in Venice the series? Gina. Uh, Gina Brogno, who's an, an interior designer, and she's actually not a very, uh, she's not a very nice person uh, at first when you first meet her in season one, but she's growing, um, becoming a nicer person so that Annie will love her. Okay, so I, I wrote down some of the cast members. First of all, we should say, you guys, Venice Series is created by Crystal Chappelle and Kim Teresi. Do I spell it right? Okay, Kim Teresi. Um, they're in their fifth season, which they're crowdfunding for, which we'll talk about in a minute, and they're almost made it. Um, I, I guess the, the lead heartthrob or the, the – the, uh, I don't know what you call her since I haven't watched. I'm going to watch it now that we've had you okay. on the show. Uh, Nadia, and I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She is. Jimmy, what's wrong with you? It's, it's B J O R L I N. You graduated you fourth in your class. I can't help it. It's like sixth. <laughs> sixth. But, uh, how do you pronounce your last name? Bjorlin. Bjorlin. Okay. First of all, I have to say everybody needs to look this girl up on IMDb or just Google in her name. She is smoking beautiful. I mean, like every woman is going to like her. Every man is going to. There's like nobody on the planet who's not going to like this lady. She is so incredibly gorgeous. And from what I've seen in all the previews and, and her IMDb credits, which she has some really terrific ones that she is some actress and, and, and she is definitely, I mean, she is like definitely smoking beautifully, incredibly beautiful. So then we also have Jordan Clark and um, Jordan Clark. Actually, I knew because I'm a big White Squall fan. I've seen that movie like a thousand times and he was in White Squall. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I'll have to find it. <laughs> like Jeff Bridges and all these people. It's about these kids who go on a boat. Like they're like troubled kids or whatever, and they go and live on a boat, you know, kind of like disciplined to learn how to run the boat or whatever. It's a really good movie. It's got huge, big, big people in it. Um, then I saw Mike. Your husband is in it, Michael Sabatino, but I guess he doesn't play your love interest. Hang on a like, minute. Hang on a minute. Chad, pull up a picture of, of her husband, Robert Sabatini. Roger that. Michael Sabatino. Michael Sabatino. He was on Knott's Landing. He yeah. was on, that's where I first saw him. Yeah. I think this might have been his first thing because I remember him. Pull, from could Knott's you pull Landing. up a picture for us, please, please, please? He's going to find yes, one. Sir. Okay, I can find one. So who does he play? Oh, who, no, Chad will pull it up. This way he, it goes out. Who does Michael know. play on the show? He plays Alan. He's uh, sort of the, the dirty villain. Okay. Oh, that's nice. How many years are you married? Uh, 19, going on 20. God, they have two God children. bless you. Oh, children too. Now, another question I love to know about. How do you swing it, my dear? The work, because your daytime, you're live. The children, yep. school. Well, Venice isn't live, though, right? No, but when she's a soper. <laughs> you, you're, <laughs> you're not soaping um, anymore? I, I haven't. In a, I mean, I do occasionally. I haven't in a while. I've never heard that, a, a soper. When you, when you, you, never heard that, you never heard that expression? <laughs> no, I like it. No, no. Wait, wait, Very good looking, handsome yeah, he's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah, know that gorgeous. face. I know that face. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, I know who Like he her, is. he's in all the yeah, like, best yeah, soap operas. I know who he is. You never heard, uh, I'm an actor. Oh, do you ever do soaps? Yeah, sometimes I'm a soaper. You never heard that? I know, I haven't. I love it. it Wait, must... did you meet him on a soap? Is I did. Actually? He was my oh. first kiss on Days of Our Lives. Oh my gosh, how cool is that? That's so and awesome. And you fell in love with it. My fans love this. Now, let's talk about it. So, you felt, you, he kissed you and you felt, ba-da-boom, 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 boom. No, he had bad breath. 
He had bad breath. <laughs> I love it. He had bad breath, that first kiss. He apologized for it, though, so that made that made it all okay. Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, that's what Clark Abel did. You know, Clark Abel wore dentures, and they had denture odor very bad. And when he was making a movie with Loretta Young, Loretta Young wouldn't kiss him because of his denture odor, and she made a big deal about it. Well, she didn't kiss him. She wound up getting pregnant by him and having an illegitimate kid. <laughs> so, you Wait, know, she, she should have stayed with the bad breath <laughs> and away from him. Actually, just so you know, since you probably don't know it, Ron had a TV show yeah. in L.A. called Set the Record Straight where they interviewed all the legends of Hollywood, and he's kind of like Time Warner Cable. He's kind of like Bob Osborne from yeah. uh, uh, Turner I, I, Classic Movies. He's like a he's he knows every movie from the. 20s till the and I interviewed 70s. all of the great legends from Lauren Bacall to Tony Curtis to Jane Russell to uh, everybody. Anyway, so uh, he's like kind of like our he's like our old Hollywood expert, and right. I'm more like the young Hollywood expert. And we go together and we all try to find guests that that combine both, you know, and, guests for. And both what I try to do is to get young people today to look at film. I don't call it old film because Lauren Bacall said to me, Ron, a film is only old after you've seen it. So for all the young folk out there who have not seen the great work that Hollywood has done from silent movies till today, I feel sorry for you because you're, you're missing out on joy after joy after joy. Do you agree? I 100% agree. I love, I love films. Do you ever watch, time, do you ever watch a, a classic Turner, Turner, Turner classic, movies. classic movies with Bob? I I own a lot of classic films. So you what's know your what most, What's your about. most favorite classic film? Uh, yeah. I love Philadelphia Story. I'm a huge uh, Catherine Hepburn fan. Absolutely. Fantastic. Great piece yeah. of work. Great piece yeah. of work. Great. <clears throat> and they got along very well. Kate was not easy. Okay, hold on. So we're going to go back. Okay, so you met your husband. He's, he plays Alan in Venice's series. Um, then you have Dot Marie Jones, which we just had her on the show a couple of love weeks ago. Her. We love her. She's yes. our new best Fabulous. friend, by the way. You know, we're going to awesome. hang we're going to hang out with her and that knockout blonde beauty, gorgeous Did you meet wife her wife? Her wife is fabulous. Is she I've been Dottie for 20 years. Oh, okay. Well, Dot is so awesome we and her love, wife is just fabulous. I we love, had such a good time. Dot is my new buddy. As soon as we get to Palm Springs in our new house, she's coming over for dinner with Blondie and, and it's fabulous. I love And her. we're going to have you come too. Yes. <laughs> I'd love to. I'm serious. Here's what I'm thinking. I already said to Jimmy, Jimmy, we have so many soap soap opera people that are friends of ours we have like 10 12 of them we should really do a aids benefit for the day desert aids benefit in palm springs to raise money because they really do need money the, the aids benefit thing uh and have all our soap opera friends come and mingle and do signings and talk and perform or whatever and i know that michael will do it shane will do it they'll everybody will do it that i know so we're going to do that <laughs> a good idea. I mean, a seriously good idea. Yes. I know we're for, all for about the, giving for back the to the... the Dades as it Desert Project, they're having a little problems with funds because they do give out uh, cocktails to people who are dying that can't afford it. And they do help so many uh, people dying from AIDS, not only gay people, all people. Mm -hmm. So I think we should kick in some bucks and I will run the whole thing. I'll put it together. I'll get the hall. You know, we will do it at the Riviera Hotel. It's a wonderful big ballroom. I know the people there. And we could sell tickets and give the Dades, uh, Desert uh, AIDS thing some money. Absolutely. Well, I know a lot of people in the sofa world. So you tell me what you need and pick a date and we'll make it happen. Got and she it. picked it up. Sofa world. We're going to be moving there soon. We're, we're, we're in, right, so in we're going to call on you, Crystal. Yes, don't, don't. 
And it should be a lot of fun. And then I'm going to bring in a lot of like celebrity friends of mine that I know. Lainey Kazan will come because she's a big supporter. I, I, we have so many movie star friends that we could have just come in and hang out and talk to people. Awesome. And everybody will, because everybody's in sync about AIDS. You know, we have so many friends that love gay people because gay people are so much a part of the business. Absolutely. You know, which I think a, is cool, which we're going to talk about in a second. I want to finish. I didn't write down your whole cast, but everybody, I, wait, I anybody who thing, just wait, turned in, thing, hang, thing, on, hang on, hang on. I, I want to stay with it. How do you know Dottie? <laughs> um, how did I meet? Dottie was a friend of a friend. I met her 20-some years ago. Really? Uh, she's a 19-year overnight success. Yes. I watched her for 19 years pounding that pavement. She is so. unbelievably great i love her i was yeah. a huge glee fan he didn't really watch glee but i no. loved glee and i loved her and she had such great storylines throughout the whole thing and even when she started they didn't really let her sing at the beginning and then she she took singing lessons and then she was singing and she was really good she got really good and it, she's just she's just great she people. has done so much for gay women you have no idea how she's made straight people change their minds about gay women. Just like they are on their show, Venice. Oh, series. I'm going to watch. I did We're watch. watch it. I did watch okay, it. Okay, but hang on, hang on. I want to go back. Okay, so Dot Marie Jones. I only have three more names. I know the cast is bigger. I just picked out names of people that I, I as soon as I saw their picture on IMDb, I knew who they were. Like, I knew sure. what they were in. Um, so we have Peter Reckle. Reckle? Uh, I don't know. Is that how you pronounce it? Who's um, really cool? Robert Newman. Um, Joel. Uh, I wrote down Joel Brooks, and I wrote down Zoe Bell. She was only in three episodes, but I actually met her at a convention many years ago, and she's like one of the uh, – for anybody who doesn't know Zoe Bell, you know her. She's like the, the action. She does all the stunt stuff for women in Hollywood, basically. Anything that Kill you Bill, see. Kill Bill, I think she did. Didn't like, she do some stunts in Kill Bill? She did that one, Death Proof, Death Proof, where she's riding on the front of the car, driving 100 miles an hour with Kurt Russell. Um, anyway, she's really amazing, and she's like basically one of the biggest stunt women in Hollywood, and she is super cool. She's gorgeous, um, and she's done. And she used to do stuff where you didn't know it was her, but now she's doing a lot of stuff as herself. And she's beautiful. Uh, she's, she's lovely. Super lovely and talented. So, so let's go back. So you basically have developed this storyline. I think it's really cool that you're heterosexual and you're playing like a gay character. You're, you're playing a gay character. Um, you have a cast of, of everybody, and it's probably like I don't know who's gay and who's not gay, but but you're actually uh, are, are tackling a lot of but gay issues. Hang on, hang no, on, hang you on. hang on. I'm gay and I play straight. You never say to me, I think it's very nice of you to play straight. No, 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 because what I'm thinking, though, she created this series, though. She's the creator. She's not just like someone she's who's an actor. Who got she's role. an actor. Of course, she's going to portray a, a, anything, woman from Mars. I know, anything. but she developed the concept, is where I'm going with well, it. She developed the concept, and it's really a concept that helps she, the LGBTQ she, she's community. A, she's an artist. She's a talent. Okay, well, let her talk about That's, it. I want to hear this. No, you guys are doing great. I like <laughs> listening to you. No, he's no. I I don't like when they make it look like. Oh, isn't it nice? A straight person wrote about a gay person. No, that's not so. She writes about what she writes about. She's an artist. She's a writer. I know, but it's benefit. It's positively benefiting the LGBTQ absolutely. community. Absolutely, and I, I think that's like really cool. And it doesn't have. Yeah, you know, there's not there's not hundreds of shows out there that are doing that. You know, you're you. And, and first of all, especially that started. You know. Six seven years ago, not right. a lot of shows were doing this seven years ago. Now it's kind of like politically correct and it's popular. But you did it, you know, when it wasn't popular, and and came well, up with this idea and this concept. So just talk a little bit of of that. In all fairness, this came from a storyline from Guiding Light, the the soap that went off the air in two thousand and nine. They had my character, who was this viperous woman, if that's the word. Uh, fall in love with another woman. I had like slept with every man in town. And all of a sudden, you know, not all of a sudden, but they gradually told this story where she fell in love with this other woman 
and we went off the air. And what happened was, and again, this gets back to the fans and how amazing they are. Um, they started writing me like thousands of letters I would get telling me their stories um, just because they wanted to tell somebody. They, they, they found something relatable yes. that they couldn't find. And so that's where the idea of Venice came from. It really came from a reaction to what the fans were telling me. Um, not only what they wanted to see, but there was such heart and passion in, in what they shared with me that um, it kind of got Venice off the ground. Because they're invisible. Gay people are invisible in the straight world. You know that. They only recognize us if we, we act stupid or in drag or are outrageous. But if we are normal, mm. or not normal, if we are conventional acting, they, we're, we're like we're, us. We're in, yeah, like we're, Jimmy and I are, no, Jimmy and I are invisible <laughs> We don't go swinging. You know, we live in a house. Yeah. We have two dogs. That's we go exhausting. To, we go to dinner. <laughs> but, but, people, but we're not putting but on dresses the and people, dancing the around. The people on. who don't know who we are ignore us. Once they find out who we are, then, of course, they want to be celebrity hang around us, you know. Then, then, then we become visible. But if Jimmy and I don't tell them what we do and who we are and they don't recognize us, we are totally invisible. Then people are not even friendly to us or nice to us. Pennsylvania is not a good place no, for gay people. No, they know you're gay and men, and they just feel like they're going to vomit any minute. I like, see. Two men kissing, I'm going to throw up. I could, I could vomit, nauseating. Mm. Look at these two good-looking guys. Wow, how sad that they're not with women. Which, by the way, because like, I watched a bunch. I watched your CNN interview when, the, when, the, when Venice the series just started, I guess. And uh, I watched a bunch of uh, different clips where it shows you like kissing. Because that was on CNN. They were actually talking about that. How, you know, here's, you've got this like, Emmy Award-winning you know, actress, and here she is like making out with this other girl like in this series. And how cool. I mean, it was a really cool... It was just really cool all the way in general, and I think that the reason that the – I think that because you're so relatable and easy to talk to and so friendly with your fans, I mean, that has helped you and probably the whole cast. I can't speak for them because I'm not talking with them now, but I'm assuming knowing Dot Jones and knowing Zoe Bell, you know, that everybody in the cast is pr pretty way cool. and. Yeah. And, and that yeah, has really helped because, you know, to be an indie series getting funded <laughs> by the fans um, – and getting the viewership, because I like looked at the view counts on the shows, you know, you got so many plays on this thing. Like, it really is uh, a phenomenon. You've really done something that's a phenomenon. It was the first one. Everybody's doing it now. Orange is the New Black, and you have all these series and things. But you were so far ahead of the curve with what you were doing, and you're thinking of how you put it together. And you have such cool fans that get the whole thing, like, going. That I want to bring up that you are crowdfunding on Indiegogo for Season 5. And if you guys go to VeniceTheSeries.com... Um, on the right-hand side, there's a click, a link you can actually click because I don't know how to get to the Indiegogo any other way. Um, or you can follow Venice the Series on Twitter and like click on the link. But you're you're like 90, you know, you were 90% when I woke up, I think, and it was 91% like three hours later after these four after these four girls were tweeting all these things about it, like it went up. Um, and so, well, let's talk a little bit about an actress kissing another actress. Taya Gill is a good friend of mine. Do you know Taya Gill? I don't. Okay, Taya Gill is a Canadian actress who was in that wonderful series called, what is it called? Um, Queer as Folk. Queer as Folk. She played, she's a heterosexual girl, she, woman married, she played a lesbian. And the other actress who's brilliant, whose name is uh, Clooney, uh, uh, what the hell is her first name? I was a very famous soap opera star in Canada, uh, something Clooney played the other lesbian. And Taya and I would sit around drinking and talking, and I say, Taya, what was it like the first time you had to kiss a woman? Like, did you get off on it? She said, No. I said, Well, what was it like? She said, Like my girlfriends, you know. 
as young girls, we, we used to make out. I said, what do you mean? She said, we practiced kissing. So when we kissed boys, we would kiss them right. And we, used to, and, we used to, and we used to make out. I said, go away. I would video that. I could make a million dollars. Men would pay fortunes for that. She said, no. We, I had a girlfriend that she didn't know how to make out good. So I said, Camille, let me show you a kiss. We, you know, we used to sit around looking at each other's boobs and whose pubic area is more. And I thought, you know, guys do the same thing. Guys look at each other's penises, testicles. Uh, who They talk about who could shoot far or who could pee far. And that's what it's all about. So with Taya, it was like nothing to kiss this girl who is absolutely gorgeous anyway. And she had no problem with it. Now, <clears throat> I can't mention his name, but there's a male friend of mine who had to kiss somebody in a movie. And uh, he just, just couldn't deal with it. He said he didn't sleep the night before the shoot. And when he had to kiss, and the guy he had kissed was good looking and young too. He's young also. God, yes. He said, uh, I couldn't handle it. He said, I really had a lot of problems with it. He said, and after I kissed him, like I felt like, Jesus Christ, what the hell is in me? I guess maybe he got a tingle in his pickle or something, a, a tickle in his pickle. I don't know what he got. But, but he said that, <laughs> no, really, he said that he may never, ever, ever do that again. He said he really doesn't care for it. No offense, Ron, he said. Uh, I said, no, it's okay. I was married for 16 years to a woman. I enjoyed making out with her, kissing her, going down, and all, all the stuff that men do. I enjoyed it. I was very much a man when I was married, and I'm very much a man now. You know, you don't fall in love with the, the agenda. You fall in love with the person. Right. Exactly. And when you're kissing another man, it's a piece of work. You're working. So mm -hmm. hold on. Okay, so hold on. Let's go back, though, because I want to go back to this crowdfunding thing, because I want to get – first of all, um, I, Chris, who's been sending me all kinds of messages as we're going along here today. This is really like, I mean, if Chris was like, you're my, a great guest, she by was the like, way. We want she, you back. If she was one of, she was one of my, uh, like, if she was like a big fan of mine and she was doing all this stuff, I would be uh, like so like ecstatic. This girl is so fabulous. I just have to say, everybody should follow at Soul Magic sixty five on Twitter. She's really cool. And Wait, somebody she, else just sent she, me a thing she, in the chat room. Tell Chris Crystal gay? she's gorgeous, and we'll be watching the series. Wait, I have no idea. Ask, I'm not gonna ask, ask that. Yes, you can. You can ask if I'm she's not gay. Ask that. Listen, gay people are not ashamed anymore, I know Jimmy. Not, but she's a fan of Crystal. It's okay. She could be in love with Crystal. That's okay. Well, I'm not going to go that way. Here's what we're going to. First not? of all, it's, it's, it says it's please wonderful. ask. Please ask all of Crystal. He's such a prude. Please ask all of Crystal. You guys, I no, come to your house. I don't even care. I'm just going to show up. Give me your address. Hey, hold on. Okay, so so Chris, who's I, he's a, such a prude. He's I'm a not real. A prude. You're a Protestant prude. A white glove okay, prude. Let me. We have to. Get I want to get this. I know uh, because you're upsetting yeah, me. I'm not upsetting if you. If she's gay, it's okay. I don't know if she's gay. I'm not asking her if she's gay. Chris, are you gay? T type to me on Twitter because Ron wants to know if you're. If you are, we love you. We support you. And if you're not, we love you and support you. God. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So here. First of all, Chris, Chris texted me. She says, please ask everyone who's listening if everybody buys one of the $25 perks today in honor of Crystal, then the whole crowdfunding will be wrapped up. Go exactly. Vanish. Thanks for supporting this. So one First of all, she doesn't need a whole lot more money to make. Uh, what do you need, Crystal? They're trying to make one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. What do you need now? Well, I'm not, I think we're at one four, thirteen, one something like that. Should so one hundred twenty-five. Yeah. So we're that, about twelve away. That should be easy. Everybody out there, send her a buck. Come on, be sport. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Let's this too, you guys. Okay, 125000 is what they're trying to get, but everybody always lowballs these things. So if you want to donate more and, and let them go over it, you know, this is an independently produced thing. I have to tell you guys, for the budgets that you're creating a whole season on, the work is so professional looking. It's not even funny. I mean, I, I mean I've, seen, I've seen $10 million movies that don't look as good and let as me give $125,000 series. Let me give Thanks. you a little bit of balance, everybody out there. You go to the movies and you spend 12 to 14 bucks for a movie, right? This lady comes into your home for free. And how many years has she been coming into your house for free? Don't you think she deserves a couple of bucks, folks? There you go. And right? also, Chris, so send her maybe 10 bucks. Screw the fuck the $1. Send <laughs> Dollars. And Chris, Chris says sorry, but she's straight, and she's just a huge Crystal fan. Crystal, I'm happy you're straight. No, Crystal's Chris. She's oh, Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> yeah, and I'm. I just turned. I just turned 76 last week, and I lost the last marble. I, I one marble left, and it went away. I mean, I, I think soon I'm going to not who I am, not know who I am, how to speak English anymore. But listen, you guys, if you go to VeniceTheSeries.com and you like click on the Indiegogo, they have great perks. For One dollar. Uno buck. Uh, yeah, you can send a dollar, but you can send five dollars and get a, a shout out. You can get something and Crystal and Venice the Series will follow you on Twitter. I don't know what the perks are, but if you spend like... I don't know, a little bit in the bigger numbers, which they're not real big numbers. You know, I've seen people who have like a bunch of twenty and thirty thousand dollar ones for like a couple of hundred bucks you can like go to a something in LA where you guys go have drinks or well, something. Wait a minute. Yeah, drinks, cocktail hour. Wait a second. If you bullshit artists out there really are her fans and friends, don't you want to see your next season? Well, you're not. If, you, if she doesn't get the she money. She only needs twelve thousand dollars, she's gonna get it. No, she's I know gonna that. have it today. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, 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 you so cool. All you so-called fans out there, I want to see how wonderful you are if you don't send a buck. Because if you don't send money, but wait a minute, fans. if you don't send the dollar, she won't be on television anymore and screw you. You just lost your, your best friend. Now. Send the dollars. Be sports. Send a buck. What's a buck? <laughs> what, what can you buy we for a buck We need four million today? people to send a dollar, and that way she's got her next... Project, awesome. which I know you have another project that you're working on. Can you tell you want to speak a little bit about your next one? Because I know you've already done one, haven't you? You've already well, done it. We're finishing our, our, our Venice, and then we're yeah we're spinning off and doing a whole other show with some of the characters from Venice. So yeah. it, it continues in its own little way. Yeah, God, love it. I can't wait till we all hook up in Palm Springs, all the sofas. I mean, it's going to be a blast being around like 10 or 12 soapers, and I want to see how they interact. Inter First of all, they all know each other because they've all kissed each other on one soap or another. It's true. It's not true. kissed all the guys, so the wives are going to love you. Wonderful. <laughs> no, the, the wives are cool. They're fine. I believe they're fine, too. So, okay, so... Oh, I know that Jamie is... Michael's wife got, is fabulous. I love Jamie. Well, we've got four minutes, so what do we need to get out to the people? What do, you, do you have something specific that we need to tell them besides following you on Twitter, following you on... Uh, well, you know, I mean, listen, I'm just... I have... Uh, these people have been following me with this Project Venice for, for seven years, I want to say. Is that right? Yeah, and they yeah. have supported this show from the beginning. So when I tell you that they've contributed over the last seven years hundreds of thousands of dollars i'm not exaggerating i just want to say thank you to these fans for being there for for making this happen i think now they'll awesome. send you a dollar that's now they're gonna send me a dollar which that adds up it's only uh, a buck uh, i think it's fantastic i i think what you're doing is great i think oh, wait, i love the fact can i say one thing before you came on, John Barrowman was on my Facebook page this morning, and he was talking about fans that send him pictures of their crotches and their breasts. Oh. Women send breasts. Signs? Men, 
Do they, does he sign them and send them back? They don't. And he said he was going to block them. He said, but I'll tell you what. Send me pictures of your crotches and your breasts, but include a dollar. And that, he said that dollar will go to testicular cancer for the balls, and for the boobs it'll go to breast cancer. Brilliant. And on how I can't wait to see him to hug him to say how wonderful is that you turned a stinking dirty negative into a fabulous, wonderful positive. Wow. I don't want any pictures of anybody's balls. No, 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 no. But John, I just want to make that clear. But, dollar I'll take, and I'll, I'll donate it even if you you know tell me this is for the balls. Yeah. Uh, John Barrowman is crazy. You know John. You know John Barrowman. I don't know John. Oh my God! I forgot. I think he started in the soaps in two thousands. In the two thousands, also. But then he was on. um, He's a big star. Then he was on uh, Doctor Who, and then they made his own show called Torchwood, and now he's on Arrow on the CW. He plays the bad guy on Arrow. Look him up. Oh, he's one of the hottest people today out there. One of the hottest actors. I love him. But anyway, you guys, okay? Crazy. All right, everybody here. We got to get these promos. We got two minutes. All right, we got to. First of all, everybody, please check out what's going on with Venice the Series by going to www.venicetheseries.com. <laughs> Click on their Indiegogo campaign and donate. She, they need $12,000 to make the, can complete, ew, the campaign complete. They've got 10 days left, but she would really like another 100000 on top of that right. for bells and whistles. So let's like get her Love some more. It. Follow at Crystal Chappelle on Twitter at C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L and follow at Venice the Series. If you want to see season one and two, you go to YouTube, type in Venice the Series, you can watch it. Then go to Vimeo and you can get season three and four on Vimeo or... If you don't want to watch it that way and you want to watch it on your big screen television or something, all you got to do is go to VeniceTheSeries.com and buy all four seasons. How was that? That's wonderful. Awesome. That was brilliant. Crystal, I will see you at our house in Palma Springs in, a, in about yep. six months. I look forward to it. Yeah, you're going to be on our list th- of buddies. We want to thank you for coming. And also, I want to, I want to thank Carol Lowe. Um, for set, helping set this interview up, she's fabulous. So, Carol, hello, thank you, thank you. And I, thank, I'm not sure what fan it was, but there was a fan who two weeks ago tweeted to me saying, "Do you know who Crystal uh, Chappelle is? You should have her on your show." And that's what started this whole thing. Wow! Happy the first he did. So happy it was a, it did. was a female. So we want to thank just all your fans for being so cool yep. and for promoting the fact that you were coming on the Jimmy Star Show today because there were so many of them uh, that did it all. I did tweets, and usually my tweets get like 1,000 retweets, and they were getting 2,000, 3,000 retweets because of your fans. So wow. it's really, really cool, and we want to thank everybody for that. And we wish you all the luck with Venice. And when you have another something to promote, uh, let us know. No, we're, we're going to see you at our house. We're going to see you then, too, we're gonna do, you might have And, and you know then. our daddy's coming also. Okay. We'll uh, all meet in Palm Springs. Let's do this. Uh, we'll have Carol yeah. come, too. I like Carol. I talked to her on the phone the other day. She's fabulous. So, Carol, thank you so much. And, and Crystal, Mike, thank Michael you so much. Michael will be there, and John will be All, all sobers. It's going to be freaky. It's going to be fun. <laughs> all right. So, everybody, check out Venice Series. Thank you so much, Crystal. Thank Good you, luck Crystal. with the, the, the filming. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. You're we'll a sweetie a pie. You're really a sweet. I'm so happy that you turned out to be so nice. <laughs> No, sometimes sometimes we get bitches on here. After the show, I say to Jimmy, oh, I couldn't stand that bitch. <laughs> and I had to be nice and polite. But with you, I'm real and, and telling the truth. You're a sweet pie. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You're beautiful. Thank you so much. Say hello cutesy. to your husband and your family, and good luck with everything. And, and we can't wait for season five. We're going to catch up now. And thank thank you you for playing a lesbian. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. Bye, All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Look how beautiful she is. For tuning in. She was really nice people. Let me tell you, I really liked her a lot. She's cool. She could could come to our house 
anytime she wants. She's a good She's player. fabulous, and we want to thank all her fans for uh, doing all the promotions for the show. Next week, everybody. We and got- remember, send a friggin' dollar. What's a big deal, a dollar? It's going to kill you? Christ. And also, you guys, next week we've got Robert Axelrod coming on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Everybody in the chat room, Goddess, Tristan, uh, Chinzia, Irish Ginger, Midi Rebel, everybody in the chat room. And Chad, thank you so much, dude. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Chad. Why every man never thinking? What are we gonna be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't trust me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and all as I'll be the one and only the Turkish MC. Always have the clothes of Jimmy. British punk, yo, what I wanna be? Jimmy Star, new celebrity. We'll take you out.